We are on Yevamos Tes Amar Aleph 9A3 in the Archical Gemara. We are in the middle of a short side tangent. Uh, we came onto the side tangent because the Gemara wanted to know what Rebbe, Rebbe has a very different perspective on the source for the idea of Tsaris Erva, that the co wife of an Erva, of a sister in law who's also related to you some other way, that co wife is also exempt from Yibum or Chalitza. So Rebbe has a very different source for this idea. So the question was, well, what does he do with the first person, first position's source? The first position had it from the extra word Aleha. What does he do with the word Aleha? So that led to a, a side tangent about the Korbanos and that the, the sin offerings, the Korban Chatos, is only brought if it's a sin offering for a sin which was if it were to be uh, a tran- intentional transgression it would be getting kares it would be a severe sin you only bring a sacrifice if it was unintentional if it was by accident uh, but it has to have the severity where if you would have done it intentionally it would get kares so within that uh, tangent the Gemara then asks where does there a button where did the first person first position where do they learn this idea from and they learned it out from the the, the first source is uh, from a verse which says Torah Achas. That there's one Torah when it comes to the sin offering. There's one Torah, there's one law for the various, all different types of sin offerings. So the Gemara now is going to, this is a ping pong game. The Gemara is going to back, ask back on Rebbe, what does he do with the verse of Torah Achas? And this recording is going to conclude this, uh, this tangent. So the Rebbe. Hi Torah Achas, my Avilei. According to Rebbe, what does he do with the verse Torah Achas? According to the Rabbanan, I understand. We use Torah Achas uh, to teach us about the fact that the sin offering has to have kares. But what is Rebbe? Rebbe already had a source for that. So what does Rebbe do with Torah Achas, that phrase Torah Achas? So the Gemara explains, moving on to 984, we need it for the following reason. Torah Achas tells us that there's one Torah, there's one rule, set of rules for the sin offerings. And Rebbe is going to explain that, based on the following b'risa, uh, that you might have thought that when it comes to an ir hanidachas, there are special laws that are found with regards to uh, the Torah Achas. The first Torah Achas is specifically talking about sin offerings of idol worship. It's really in the context of idol worship. And so there's, there's a concept called ir hanidachas, where the entire city is uh, serving an idol. And there's specific laws with regards to this Iranidachas. They have a different set of punishments. It's a different death penalty. In fact, not only is it a different death penalty, but also uh, the property is destroyed of that, of that city. Uh, there's a lot of different rules that apply to that, that city uh, and conditions that are needed to, uh, in order to be viewed as an Iranidachas. In fact, there's an opinion in the Gemara that says that uh, such a scenario never happened and never will happen because it's just, it requires too much. If there's a mezuzah in the town, for example, there's one mezuzah in the town or one sefer Torah, so then this wouldn't apply. Uh, so there's a lot of conditions that have to be met in order for it to be viewed as an irhani dachas, as a city which is defined as a city because most of the people in the city, they serve idols, it's defined as a city of idol worship, and so therefore the rules are different. So Rebbe's going to say that you might have thought that also you would have to bring a different sacrifice, not your regular sin offering for idol worship, 
you might have thought that you have to bring a different sacrifice because it has a different set of rules. The point of the verse of Torah Achas, that there's one Torah when it comes to the sin offerings of idol worship, is that you bring the same, you bring the same sin offering. As the Bryce says, the Torah differentiates between an individual sinning and being an idol worshiper versus the city. When it comes to an, an individual, they get death by stoning, which is a, a severe form of the death penalty. Again, the death penalty is only if you have two witnesses who warned the person beforehand. It didn't take place. It was infrequent when they went through with the with the with the death penalty, uh, because it was a very severe uh, death, even of the death of the of the four different types of death penalties that we have, the the stoning is very severe. So therefore, their property was spared. If an individual commits uh, idol worship, we don't destroy the property. However, when it comes to uh, the city, the irani dachas, the the many people who do it together, so that is by the sword. Their death penalty is by the sword. And therefore their property is destroyed because it's, uh, what I guess, what's uh, viewed as a lower level death penalty. As therefore we could then add on another punishment, which is that their property is then destroyed. So the Gemara says, So maybe we should also say that just like their punishment is different, they have a different death penalty, uh, they have a different uh, punishment with regards to their uh, their property, so maybe they should also bring different sacrifices. The Gemara says, What does Rabbi do? He learns from the verse in the Torah which says that it's all one Torah to teach us that no, it has the same exact uh, sacrifice. Okay, so now the Gemara goes on to question, well, if it were to be a different sacrifice, what sacrifice would it be? Because the Gemara is assuming that it would have to be totally different, different than any other sacrifice that we find. So which sacrifice would it exactly be? And after we conclude this, this ends the this entire tangent. So Masivla Rivchilkia may Hagronia. Rivchilkia of Hagronia asked the following question: Time to cause a Rachman to Rachaz Yelachem. Halavachi Havamina Nachlok. It's only because the verse says Torah Achas that it's all one Torah. That that's how we know that it's the same sin offering. But if not for that, then I would have thought to bring something else. My Lisa. So what are you going to bring exactly? And it has to be something different, different than all other korbanos. Lisa Par. If you're going to tell me to bring a bull, so that is already brought with regards to uh, a communal sin that applies nothing to do with idolatry, but just regular communal sin brings a, a cow, brings a bull. So that wouldn't be included. Kivsa, kisva, sorry. If it's going to be a lamb, we have it also by an individual who commits a sin. The sin offering they bring is a lamb, a kisva. Sa'ir, if it's a he goat, if it's going to be a goat, we already have that with regards to the Nasi, the ruler. And if it's going to be two, korban, two different korbanas, two sacrifices, um, a bull and a goat. So we find that elsewhere, when, it, when most of the world, or the entire world, commits idolatry uh, because of an error, due, due, to some, due to an error in terms of the halachic ruling, so therefore, everybody's doing it. So that gets that for that you bring two different animals. Maybe you can tell me it'll be a seira yachanami hainu But that an individual idolater also brings it. So basically, we go through the different possibilities of what is it that you could bring, and we say that that's found elsewhere. And you're trying to tell me that it sh- that shouldn't be found elsewhere. 
So then, what were you originally thinking? So the Gemara says, no, Now this is what we would have thought. Just like when it comes to the, if the community makes a mistake based on halachic ruling, an error in the halachic ruling, so therefore you bring a bull and a goat. So then, so then, so over here, where we have the we have the majority of the city, it's, it's viewed as a, a communal offering of the of the entire city. The entire city, uh, or the majority of the city, uh, they they committed idolatry. So then, they would also bring two offerings. But instead of bringing, uh, when it comes to the community making an error, a halachic error, which impacts the community, so they bring a cow, a bull as an ola. Uh, and the one type of offering, which is an ola, which gets completely consumed, and a goat as the chatas, as the sin offering, just flip it, bring the bull as the sin offering, and the goat as as the ola. Just flip the two, so that it's slightly different. Inami, alternatively, what you could say is that in our original thinking, which it would be a different korban, a different sacrifice, we actually don't, we wouldn't even know which sacrifice to bring, and then there's no way to... Uh, bring a sin offering. The point of a sin offering is to get kapara, to get forgiveness. And maybe it would be so severe that we don't even know, we don't even know which offering to bring that the person wouldn't even have a way of receiving kapara, of receiving forgiveness. Kamash Mulan, that's why the Torah comes to teach us. So either one of those two approaches, but the point of it in the end of the day is that the Torah tells us, Torah achas yalachem, that even with regards to the irani dachas, where the entire community as a whole, they commit this sin, even though it has different laws with regards to uh, the death penalty and with regards to the property, whether the property is destroyed or not. But when it comes to the korbanos, when it comes to the sin offering, it's the same as an individual who uh, is an idol worshiper. In that regard, it's the same. So that concludes the tangent here. And uh, we will continue on with a totally new topic uh, in the next recording. The next recording begins, it goes back to the Mishnah, asks a certain question on the Mishnah, uh, really uh, going back to the to the beginning of analyzing the Mishnah's discussion that we had at the very, very beginning of this tractate.